Okay. Welcome to Positive Masterminds. I'm your show host, Melody Johnson. Thanks for tuning in today. Another amazing day, another amazing podcast. We have an amazing guest here today. Oh, I'm telling you, I'm totally fanning right now, guys. <laughs> we have two-time best-selling author of the books Future Board and Hustle, Believe and Receive. We also have our uh, manifesting coach and the HBR method that was created by the not only Sarah Cinchella. Sarah, welcome to our pad podcast. Thank you for coming uh, on. Having me on, girl. I'm so happy to be here. And you and I worked together not too long ago. And so I'm, I'm glad that we get this opportunity to chat a little more one-on-one -on -one and everyone else gets to hear. So that's the best part, right? Yes, yes. So um, could you just tell us a little bit about your journey that you've had um, coming up to this point with now being where you're at? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so the big catalyst to what has led me to the life I'm living right now is uh, my rock bottom moment, or I call them earthquake moments, you know, when the ground underneath you shifts and your world gets swallowed up and destroyed. Um, a lot of people sadly are going through something maybe similar with, with COVID going on right now. And so mine happened uh, in 2008. And um, it's when I found out that my husband and high school sweetheart We'd been together for 16 years, exactly half our life at that point, um, had been having an affair. And I had two very, or, uh, twins that were like a year old, and then my son was five. So I was still in like the mom mode of like, oh my God, what is going on just wow. with like taking care of my kids type thing every day as a stay-at-home mom. And um, so it was just one of those things that was the perfect storm across the board as far as like we had just lost our house in the bubble. We just filed bankruptcy. Oh. I was doing the stay-at-home mom thing for the first time and like anything that could go wrong like culminated pretty much in that moment. And so for me, it was like, a total wipeout of everything I'd ever known, everything I'd built, you know? Wow. And so I was really faced with this choice, which is the choice we're all faced with if we've gone through something traumatic or something unexpected, is like either I can pick up the pieces and figure out how to build something totally new, because we're never gonna rebuild what we had, no matter what the situation is, right? Yeah. Um, or I can fall apart and just like, jump off a cliff <laughs> you know that's really kind of how I saw it. it was like one or the other there was really no middle ground there and so thank god that uh you know I had this revelation moment literally the night that he left where I was like I don't know if I can do this <laughs> I don't know if I can do this I can't do this um and just this tiny little voice of hope was like maybe you can you know what if you can so that kind of started everything for me in that I realized like if I have to rebuild a life, why don't I start building one I like? <laughs> yeah. And that the rest is history. Did you did you feel like at some point maybe you were just kind of going through the motions of life like before you got to that point? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, you know, we had been together since our sophomore year of high school. So God. <laughs> I don't know how those marriages ever work to be quite honest with you, you know, because you're, you're kids. Yes. And so I think I, I knew, especially in the last probably year or two, where I was like, I still really wanted a lot out of life. You know, at this point I was 32 years old. Like, I was like, I have all these dreams, I have all this stuff. And 
just personality wise, he's not a dreamer. And, and the more dreams I had, the more threatened it made him feel. And it just, and I kind of like knew that something wasn't going to work. And I think a lot of times the universe will make that decision for us when we can't. Uh And looking back, I absolutely, totally believe that's what happened. The universe was like, okay, (laughs) you weren't able to like stand up for your life. Here you go. (laughs) Had had to step in and help you. Got it. (laughs) So I always say, if the choice is yours, make it yourself because it's a little bit more dramatic when the universe does it. Yes, yes. Now, going from that situation, you've had to take some massive action towards uh, writing future boards. Could you tell us like how you led up to writing the book? Yeah, absolutely. Well, Future Boards is kind of the baby of Hustle, Believe, Receive, if you will. So Hustle, Believe, Receive is my first book, and it has the eight steps that I did to create a life from my imagination, essentially. I mean, because that's exactly what I had to do in the very beginning. Um, And so it takes you through eight steps to achieve any dream that you have to build a new life, any of that stuff. And step five is actually Future Boards. So... When I, was, when I was writing it, um, and that step is called see it, so that's like your visual step. But the crazy thing is, is I've been manifesting from my future boards for a decade now, a little over a decade. And that was the one thing everyone's like, tell us more about that. <laughs> you know, so many people make vision boards and nothing happens. And this is not a vision board. And there's a lot that goes into it um, to make it a customized depiction of your personal future life which is such a different way to look at it. Um, and so that's really where the brainchild for, for future boards came in. It was totally one of those things. I think a lot of us do this where there's something right in front of our face and we ignore it, ignore it, <laughs> ignore it. And like, you know, I think Oprah always says like, it's going to knock on your door. And if you don't uh-huh. answer then beat the door down, you know, and that's kind of what happened. I was like waiting for my next inspiration and it just, every single day people are like how do you do future boards how, you know and yeah um i finally leaned into the thing that i was most expert in like in the world <laughs> like i created it so i was like duh do that <laughs> and and you know i've got to say i've used your future boards and i was able to manifest a few things like yeah. and i know like it i'm still using that method that you taught and i'm able to manifest more than i thought i'd ever do like like leaving my job. Like I never thought I would make a big step like that. But when I read your book, like that just, that just jumpstarted everything. (laughs) Because I think it it provides a lot of the missing pieces that are there for most people. You know, most people might have the idea or the dream and have some pieces to it figured out and then make a decision like that, but don't know how to make the rest of it kind of work. And that was always my problem too. You know, I'm a dreamer. And so I'd have the big vision but then I had a really hard time executing on it at all. <laughs> you yes. know, I get really discouraged and then just be like, oh, I guess that didn't work. And so I kind of what I teach is like, okay, great. You have this big idea and you should, it should be huge. But then here's actually how you make it come alive, you know, yes. and manifesting is a big piece of that. But it is certainly, I'm not talking old school law of attraction where you put some, where you say you want something and then you sit on the couch and watch housewives until it shows up. We're not talking about that. 
That is not real world, people. (laughs) (laughs) And it's so funny because before I even met you, I was doing vision boards and I'm like, well, what am I doing wrong? But then I realized by doing your method, I was able to zone in on really specific things that I wanted. And one of them, you were on the vision board. It's so crazy. Like everything that I had with the job, um, with you, and then with creating my own business, like that's already started. And it's just, this is a really good opportunity, guys. Um, If you haven't been able to get moving on your vision board, you need to do a future board. Like this is the thing you need to do. And it's just so different. It's so different because you know, traditional vision boards was like a crafting party. You get your girlfriends over, you'd have some champagne, you'd grab a bunch of magazines, and then you'd wind up with like tacos and a couch on your board. And it's like, dude, <laughs> you tacos, go grab a couch. Like, what are you asking the universe for? You know, yeah. like it just, when you start thinking about it logically, you're like, no wonder why this thing didn't work because first of all, I'm going to magazines and I'm asking the editors of those magazines to tell me what's in my brain. Like that doesn't even make sense. So everything about future boards is shit you've never done before. I promise you. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. Don't worry. (laughs) So like, what was like your small moment when you realized like, I made it? Like, it could be like the smallest little thing. Girl, I don't know that I'm ever going to feel like that, quite honestly. I mean, I think that one of the things that I teach is that every single year we're pushing our vision out five years. You know what I mean? And so I, that way I'm not getting to a place where I'm plateauing and I don't know what's next in my life or what I want next. And that's, that's what most people do. They set their first one up and they're like, I want all this. And then their life changes super dramatically. And then everything stops because they never thought to continue dreaming and to continue moving it. And so I think for me, there's always kind of these benchmark moments or experiences that drive me to everything. So I always have multiple ones um, for the books, for kind of different levels of success that I'm like, okay, when that happens, I know that I've reached a certain level. Cause a lot of times real life happens. You feel like you're not doing anything, you know? Um, yeah. Um, so you have to set those benchmarks up. And for one, um, you know, walking into our target, and I say our target because anyone with kids knows you have your target, yes. you take your kids too, you know, um, so to walk into our target and see my kids on the back cover of my book and see my face on a book in Target uh-huh. when I'm, I buy books at Target every time I go to Target, um, and then our video played um, on the big screen in Target, you know, those are, those are moments that you're like, is this real life right now? Like, is this really happening this is crazy but you have to have those moments because they're the ones that drive you to do the hard stuff yes yeah wow I mean to me that to be able to see yourself on the screen and it's almost like is this you're in a a, I want to say out of body experience it almost feels like you're like is this really happening yeah that's awesome my favorite part about manifesting is that you truly get to a place where you live it in your mind so vividly and it comes with practice. It's not the first time you try it. It's not even the hundredth time you try it. It's the fact that you go there on a regular basis in your mind to find your motivation, to remind yourself of your why, things like that. So then when you are living it in real life, it really feels like deja vu, to be honest. It's kind of like, no, Sarah, this is the real one. Yes. And what <laughs> makes your imagination. <laughs> and what makes your uh, vision board, um, future board so unique is the fact that you actually go through the process of changing your mindset 
you, mm -hmm. you don't leave the same person that you began that journey when you're making your vision board. Right. Yeah. Because here's the thing. Most people, it's funny, I'm doing a masterclass like the one that you took uh, right now. And, and you know, because we do a lot of deep work and that shit, right? Yes. And, uh, so last night we had our deep work session and we were going around the, the circle saying, you know, our takeaways. And one of the girls was like, who would, you know, cry during, it's very emotional, the, the deep work stuff. And she was like, oh, so this is what you meant by future boards is not vision board. She's like, <laughs> this is holy shit. Because that's a thing. And, you know, we don't even get to the part where we start looking at pictures until the last day. Because if you don't do the other work, nothing's going to happen. Yes. I mean, exactly. you might get lucky. You might get one thing off your board to happen. I want your entire board to come to life, like sci-fi style. And in order to do that, you have to change your thinking. You have to get rid of old beliefs that have held you back. You have to do things differently. You yes. have to reinvent that story and then begin living it today. And if you don't do the rest of that, nothing's going to work. Exactly. And so like, what advice would you give to like new entrepreneurs today that are starting their vision uh, future board based on their career? So a, a big, big, big thing, I think, especially for most entrepreneurs is they never look at what the ultimate end goal vision is for their business. They are usually looking at how do I get it launched? What does year one look like? Maybe what does year two look like? And then what would it look like if I'm not just killing myself every day? And a lot of times they don't even get there, right? They really are starting out with this idea of all the work that it's going to take, which trust me, it will It'll take more than you're even a, <laughs> could possibly imagine. Mm -hmm. um, but a lot of times it's hard for them to like lift their eyes up and see the big vision of this won't always be my reality. Anyone with kids will, will know what I'm talking about, right? So if you have little kids, you really think you're going to have little kids forever. <laughs> I don't know what it is. You just, just kind of do. I mean, who takes the time to be like, oh, in five years, my kids will be 15 and you know, I'll be able to do what I want most of the time and stuff. We just don't do that. So that's the same thing that most entrepreneurs do. I think women in particular, because we're very like focused on getting everything done. And if you don't know where you ultimately want to take this business and how it is ultimately going to change your life and your family's life for the better, you're going to want to quit at obstacle two, three, four, 100. Right. So that is the thing that if I have that clear vision of what my ultimate goals are and it keeps growing every year, because remember I'm pushing it every year, mm -hmm. then I know I can't give up over this one dumb little obstacle and give all this up. Like that'd be crazy. Yes. But if you don't know, then you can talk yourself into things like, oh, it's not, maybe it's not meant to be, maybe I'm just not good at it and all that bullshit. Yeah. Wow. So last one. And what is your favorite quote that you, that is like near and dear to your heart? I would say the first uh, quote that ever spoke to me right in the very beginning um, when all this happened is I was reading to my son, uh, Where the Sidewalk Ends by Silverstone. And the phrase, anything can happen, child, anything can be, became a mantra to everything I started because it was really I think the first time that ever dawned on me, wow. like, oh my God, you know, here's, here's someone who, however long ago that book was written, 
was believing this, this little hope seed that I'm growing, you know? And so if that's true, then what is possible for my life and how do I figure that out? So yeah, that's been a guiding quote for me always. I love that one. I always show this to my guests, but I do like this thing where I take like visual pictures of people like that inspire me and I like post oh, I it. Yeah, that's awesome. And I, I put it near my desk because um, sometimes, you know, there's a point where you might not feel happy or you might feel upset about something. And I call that my board of advisors. And yeah, so I, I look that. at them and I'm like, okay, what do you, what would you do? What would you do? Yeah. And it kind of helps me to keep going. But I love yeah. showing that too, because that's a visual. I just wanted to share yep. that with you. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> but, Can't give up, man. Can't give yes. up. <laughs> Sarah, thank you so much for tuning in today. I cannot tell you how much I appreciate it. And I'm sure my uh, listeners and viewers also appreciate it too. Yes, absolutely. It was great to chat with you, Melody. And thanks for having me on the show. Thank you. Uh, guys, don't forget, you can find um, Sarah's book located on Amazon.com. You can also find it on Google.com. And I'll make sure I'll drop those links below. And I'm also going to drop a link for Sarah's website because she has amazing podcasts as well that you want to tune in and listen to daily. And she also has master classes, which I highly recommend that you take. I took one and I'm telling you, turn my life around, y'all. It's yeah. worth the investment. <laughs> Thank you so much, Sarah. You take care. Thanks, Melody. Okay. Bye.